Welcome, ladies and gents, to a new weekly review show here by myself, Kev, and J-Mac. J-Mac, you looking forward to doing our box office banter? Ah, you know me, man. I'm always looking forward to trying something new and terrifying. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> about terrifying, today uh, we talk about The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It, which is the latest. Do you know this is actually the seventh, the seventh Conjuring movie from the, from the Conjuring universe? You know, it's, it's actually crazy. I mean, the thing is, I mean, The Conjuring came out in 2013. So eight years ago, you got seven mm -hmm. movies. It's essentially what they did with Saw. They just released one every year, or at least mm -hmm. kind of roughly. Um, but I, I mean, they're still still going, still going strong. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So we we went to see the the latest installment here at Bathgate Cinema, mm -hmm. and I went. Was a Sunday. I went, and I was uh, really impressed. The Bathgate Cinema has had a new lease of life yes. since it reopened, and there's just a new <laughs> feel to it. It's always been a very atmospheric, that's the word you would use, right? It's always very had good. a really nice well atmosphere. <laughs> a home uh, away from home kind of feel. Uh, yeah. But I don't know, there's just, there's been a, a real a real up in the game. And uh, I was among other people there, everybody socially distanced and looking after their well-being and everybody else's. It just felt like a great, a great time, you know? You yeah. know what it's like when you you got a common interest with many people. You don't know them for for anybody, but you go in and everybody's having a great time, and everybody's happy that you're having a great time. The staff were absolutely on point. The queue was like really big, and then was gone in a second. It just it was a great experience. Uh, so it makes talking about this movie here today uh, a whole a whole lot better. What was your experience like? You went in yourself on your lonesome, if I'm correct. <laughs> I did. Yep. Yeah. I was uh, I was going to bring my wife, but it was eight thirty showing, and she was very tired, so she couldn't go. Either that or she was too scared. Um, but yeah, I went, I essentially went myself. I did happen to bump into a guy who I work with there. So that was that was decent. So he he sat near me, not next to me, near me. Um <laughs> but no, the the it's had a, a kind of wee bit of an overhaul. It's a nice kind of fresh coat of paint, everything's nice and bright when you go in. The there's a box office downstairs now for actually buying your tickets, so you don't buy your tickets and your um confectionery and stuff at the same place now. So if you only want to buy a ticket. You don't need to wait in a queue behind 15 families buying popcorn and hot dogs. So mm -hmm. it's much more streamlined. It's uh, it's a good place to be. Atmospheric, like you said, that the whole churchy feel that's always been yeah, there yeah. is still there. So mm -hmm. yeah, it's uh, it was a it was a good night. Absolutely. So every week, if you guys tune in here at uh, basically half eight every Thursday, we're going to chat about what's coming out. If there's shows you would love us to do, um, same with the, with the Basket Cinema, if there's stuff you'd love to see, get in contact. There's a comment section right there throughout the show. Put your questions in, anything you want to say, put it in and we'll 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 do our best to kind of go back and forth with you. So every week, Thursday, join us here on the on these social medias and we will be looking forward to talking about everything with you guys, not just from our experience, but from your experience. You tell us what it was like for you going to the cinema and what experience you had. Also, just to mention briefly, uh, there's a, a backlog of all these amazing posters that have been, you know, the, the promotional posters you see at the cinema, the massive ones, they're just really really cool well those are on sale right now uh, they're collecting for charity so when you go into bathgate cinema right along the the hall you're seeing boxes with lists of all these really cool posters and it's just basically a donation go in 
pick out what you want, make a donation, and go home and enjoy your new man cave. So <laughs> we will uh, we'll burst on with The Conjuring. So to kind of set the scene, I'm just going to play the trailer for you guys. Remember, this is on at Bathgate Cinema, our cinema. So make sure you grab your tickets at www.bathgatecinema.co.uk. Enjoy the trailer. You okay there? Jesus. I think I hurt someone. This is Ed Warren, here with Lorraine. All right, let's get started. Residents of Brookfield were shocked this afternoon by the broad daylight murder of Bruno Sauls. The court accepts the existence of God every time a witness swears to tell the truth. I think it's about time they accept the existence of the devil. Whatever was going on, whatever happened that day, that was not Arnie. It's a witch's totem. We think your family was cursed. And that connection's still broken. I'm only interested in reality. But I can see things that your people can't. <laughs> Something terrible happened here. Master Satan is not an adversary to be taken lightly. She's doing it again. She's reaching out to the darkness. Lorraine, you need to come back. You're saving him worth everything you have. Because that's what it may very well cost. Scary man, scary. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, it, it was man. I mean, there's, I think the there's maybe a wee bit too much in the trailer there from mm-hmm. from my liking, but hey, we'll, we'll talk about. I it. Find that's always the case with trailers. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Just so you know, at home, if you've not seen the the new Conjuring movie, we are not going to spoil it for you. This show will be brought to you with with zero spoilers. So what we've kind of done is we've kind of formatted the show so that we're going to talk a little bit about it, a bit about the the source material in which these, you know, the Conjuring movies always take some sort of reality, something that happened in real life, and then they put their own spin to it, which is quite cool. I actually much prefer that than just te- flat out telling a true story. So that's where the based on a true story comes from. They take <laughs> the truth and they sprinkle it over their own script. So what we've done today is we've come up with a couple of little things like trivia, games, etc. Uh, the something o meter, these things just to kind of entertain you uh, while keeping you in the vein of the movie. Um, so before we go into that, I just kind of 
like to kind of point out that on on the scale worldwide of how well the, this movie's doing, it's eighty five. Right, so it's sitting at rank eighty five. It sold four million uh, worldwide. Worldwide, we don't actually get told what it costs to make, but it's made four million, and it's only been out how long? About a week. So that kind of tells you that we're ready to start going back to the cinema. Uh, people are looking yeah. forward to going to the cinema, and it's just one of those things. Uh, it's been a crazy, a crazy past year or so, <laughs> and people are just. They like movies that much that they're going to risk their life to go and see it. <laughs> I mean, it's it's one of the things that I didn't realize how much I was missing it until it was actually there. Um, mm-hmm. So getting the, the the real cinema experience again was mm-hmm. was just great. Um, one thing I wanted to mention actually: um, when we go and see a movie or when we watch a movie at home to do a review on our normal show, the Jammer Jammer Podcast, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> we we've got a notebook that we use to take notes and kind of put our thoughts together. So I took my notebook with me. Uh, and I forgot how, right, so just to, to show you what we would normally do or what I would normally do, this is a kind of normal setup of notes that I would take for, for a movie, right? Not the not the best handwriting, but it's legible and it's, it's nice and neat and tidy. That place was so dark during the film <laughs> <laughs> that this is what I ended up with. <laughs> that kind of looks like something that a ghost wrote <laughs> yeah so this was essentially useless so i had to kind of sit down and gather my thoughts after it but um <laughs> so that was uh that was that was funny see there's some cinemas that don't put the lights all the way down which is a bit mm-hmm. annoying but this one does yeah absolutely <laughs> i think as well one thing we've mentioned as well about bathgate cinema and i'll mention this every time we take a trip there the sound out of that place mm-hmm. that that just that speaker system. Um, I remember sitting there with my wife watching, and she was like, oh, this is a bit quiet. And then a jump scare happened, and she uh, retracted that statement. I think the movie was supposed to be quiet, and in, you know, in that vein, they kind of they keep it nice and quiet when it's supposed to be quiet, but when it's meant to be loud, it's absolutely loud. Mm-hmm. Um, so Bathgate Cinema is once again open. And not only that, just to kind of paint a bit of background, there's been a bit of a reshuffle and I'm just going to basically play an ad. This show is brought to you by Bathgate Cinema uh, and Aloha Cinema. So we're just going to go ahead and play the cinema ad and then we will get to the review. It's been a tough year, but our doors are open as of the 21st of May. Bring your kids and book up for all this year's must-see movies. We have now opened a kids zone so you don't have to worry about your children sitting still. Why not grab yourself a beverage, soft or alcoholic, some freshly prepared popcorn, hot dogs and snacks. Park behind the Cottage Cafe in Bathgate Engine Lane. Walk down the footpath to George Street where you will find us. You can't miss it. Book now online at www.bathgatecinema.co.uk to reserve your space. It's time for the review. <laughs> right. So, yeah, is that you ready? <laughs> oh, oh, that can't be good. <laughs> I'm old. I forgot I was old. <laughs> uh, so, yep. 
the the review we're going to do this mm. without having without basically putting any spoilers out but what i would like to do is kind of paint the picture here now j mac's never seen this yet so what i did is i thought see instead of just sitting here and telling you the true story of what actually happened where uh, you know where what's his name arnie <laughs> arnie, arnie the main johnson. character arnie yeah. johnson where he's concerned there was obviously back in was it the 80s or something 1981 Aye, so the 80s, right? <laughs> so, uh, basically what happened is there was a bit of a... Something went on, and that sparked media kind of coverage because of how bizarre it was. And like you saw in the, the trailer, there it does say, you know, you accept God into the courtroom when you get someone to swear on it. Why not the devil? And that kind of became the whole let's get Arnie out thing, right? It's an interesting so, thought. Mm-hmm. So... Very interesting thought. <laughs> So I actually produced a little a little video here, right, that basically summarizes that whole debacle and, and keeps it fairly quick so we're not rabbiting on about it, right? So this video will tell the full story of the true story summarized, the very short version of Arnie Johnson. So the case of Arnie Cheney Johnson, not to be confused with Arnold Schwarzenegger, However, how could you confuse that beautiful face with Arnold Schwarzenegger? So, he had a missus called Debbie Glatzel, and she had a wee brother. His name was David Glatzel. You can see him in this picture looking flattering as ever. So all was good in the world. So Debbie and Arnie bought this big gaff. Big creepy looking gaff, right? So wee David was kicking about this house, and then what happened is he got randomly pushed over by a big ghost looking goat guy. And he said something to the effect like, this goat guy told me this. Oh, watch yourselves, you man. You're gonna get done in. So within keeping to the goat ghost man's word, it was right. Wee Davy was getting absolutely smashed and ransacked by a couple of mad demons. So during an exorcism by one of these mad priest guys, right, Arnie was like this. No! Leave him, man! He's just a kid! Take me! Then the demon had left David's body and was like, ah, Fine! You didn't have to ask me twice! Jumped clean and ate Arnie's body. And then he went absolutely mental one night and just went proper stabby on his pal Alan Bono. No Bono for you two, just like his pal Bono. So as you can imagine, Arnie got arrested. Cops were like, ah, Oh, the devil done it, aye. Devil made you do it, aye. Aye, so he did, man. So he did. So then Ed and Lorraine Warren showed up and they were like, Aye, it was. It was the devil. It wasn't the Arnie. So what a geese peace. Let him out. Let him out, man. They couldn't prove it. So Arnie went to jail for 20 years and served five years for good behaviour. America! Justice! Oh, yeah! But who knows? Do you think he's guilty? Or do you think... The devil, the devil, devil made, made him do that? <laughs> there we go, right? So to summarize, <laughs> what's so funny, J Mac? <laughs> that's that's in my top ten <laughs> movies of all time. <laughs> I wanted to keep it kind oh, of short. Me, man, no, no. <laughs> I wanted to summarize. Wow, 
We Davy made it in as well. <laughs> so any jibber jabber podcast alumni that are here, you'll know who we Davy is. <laughs> but we Davy's actually <laughs> in the conjuring. So that that basically is is the true the true story of the whole Arnie Johnson debacle. That there, pretty much. Uh, but I kind of shortened it down, as you see. Um, Can I just say, uh, my personal favourite highlight was, you didn't need to tell me twice. <laughs> <laughs> it actually was, don't you have to tell me twice. twice. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. You're going to need to work hard to top that one next week. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Who's this big spider guy, right? <laughs> and, uh, so, yeah. So, what we're going to do now. <laughs> well, thank you very much, uh, Alan Stewart, Laurie Hall. Uh, great review. <laughs> that wasn't the review. That was just the the prelude to the review. It's uh, That was just kind of setting the scene. <laughs> um, so, we're going to kind of talk a little bit about the, the Conjuring series. So there are actually seven movies in the Conjuring universe. It's kind of like the Marvel thing. You know, we've got the three main movies now of the Conjuring, but there is there is actual other movies. So I'm kind of go, going to go through them here chronologically. So we got the Conjuring in 2013. That was I was a bit different from what the the new Conjuring was about. And I think it was even a bit different from what the second Conjuring was about. I think the first Conjuring kind of had a vision for what it wanted to be. And then they kind of went into the side a little bit and it was actually better when they went this way and didn't stick to what the first one was. First one was like that old creepy woman sitting on top of the the uh on the wardrobe and she's like ah! and she's just <laughs> gonna kill folk, right? That that was alright, kill kill. But then when we get to the second conjuring movie, you know, they, this is when they start adding the element of real storytelling in it. I think they're gonna stay with that and it becomes more of an Ed and Lorraine Warren detective kind of series rather than the conjuring somebody smashed my back and ripped me down the stairs right <laughs> uh, yeah um i mean how much i wonder i wonder how much in real life the police actually relied on ed, ed and lorraine warren to help them. <laughs> I, know, I know it's like in, in the conjuring movies ed and lorraine warren are like you know they're, they're taken seriously in real life like <laughs> questionable they, they were they were taken seriously in very small circles of people <laughs> like. yeah absolutely. <laughs> so we got the conjuring in 2013 uh next year the 2014 we had annabelle which i remember watching and going this wasn't that great um i don't know if you liked it right then with conjuring 2 i absolutely loved that 2016 that came out that felt just like it was yesterday and yet that was so <laughs> long know. ago Right, I know. really time, like time is disappearing. That always. is that. That's the old. Uh, <clears throat> what do you call them? The Enfield haunting. Yeah, you know, with that old guy sitting in the chair and like, my name is Bill Wilkins. I'm seventy-three years old and I died in my own poop. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one. But not only that, right? Yeah, uh, <laughs> I know. Not only that. So that guy uh, apparently did die there. Years later, the girls came out and said it was a load of rubbish. Now, I don't know if they said that so people would leave them alone or if they were actually talking crap, but I liked what they done with uh, bringing in their own story to that in The Conjuring too. Mm -hmm. uh, so we go from six, 2016 to 2017, the year later, Annabelle Creation comes out, which, cool, I've not, I've not actually watched that because... Much I'm better than Annabelle. Uh, much, right, right. Much better than Annabelle, um, well, which was I'll strange. You, you, I, I kind of thought like the first Annabelle was terrible. This one surely must be bad, mm -hmm. but no... Very pleasantly surprised. A bit like I was with the Ouija movie. Yeah, mm -hmm. there was Ouija, which was awful. Then Ouija Origin of Evil came out, and that was Correct. ten times better. 
And we talked about that on the show previously, didn't we? We did. Uh, Look it up. That's the only reason I watched that because I thought Ouija was crap, unlike Ouija Shark. But that's a whole other episode <laughs> at some point, right? Like, All right, I'm a shark, mate. <laughs> then came the biggest <laughs> pile of crap I've ever seen in my entire life in 2018, which was The Nun. Made Switched absolutely no sense. Switched it off. Yeah. Made absolutely no sense. How can you be standing there one minute, then be buried under the ground the next without anybody digging a hole and putting you in it and then filling it back in? And it doesn't even look like it's been dug and filled back in. It's just ground. How the hell does that happen? Yeah. The, the only made they only made one nun movie. Do you know how many they should have made? None. None. <laughs> Sorry. <Exactly. laughs> right. No, get this right. Get this. This kind of threw me for a second. I was like this when I read. <gasps> Right, in two thousand and nineteen, from the same universe, The Conjuring, they released a movie called The Curse of La Llorona. Have you yeah, seen that? I didn't see that one. I'd heard that it was actually terrible. The I know that the the guy that directed that is the same guy that directed the new Conjuring movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but from what I heard about uh, La La Llorona, I think that's how you pronounce it. Um, mm-hmm. It wasn't great. It was just really, really tropey, you know, just very stereotypical kind of modern horror, just random jump scares and fake uh-huh. scares. And uh, apparently it wasn't great, but it has done a good bit better than you want. Well, aye, we'll, we'll get to that. Uh, Annabelle Comes Home. Uh, that was in 2019. Where also. you been then? <laughs> <laughs> it almost like, it seems like the Annabelle are like, uh, they're going down the Ernest route. Uh, it's like Annabelle Comes Home. Annabelle <laughs> Goes <laughs> to Camp. Annabelle, Annabelle, scared, Annabelle scared silly. <laughs> Annabelle goes to jail. Is... <laughs> That'd be a good film, actually. Annabelle uh-huh. in a prison. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then, and then, 2021. Which, by the way, was was it not supposed to be 2020? It was supposed to be like November 2020 that The Conjurer and the Devil Made Me Do It was supposed to be out, but due to COVID, it pushed it back. You know. Yeah. Like many so, other things. Aye. So that there we go. A whole seven movies in the Conjuring universe. And I've got to say, my favorites are the actual Conjuring movies. It seems like <laughs> they, put, yep. they tend to put the, the, the sauce in that and kind of just take the bits off the side and <laughs> scrape yeah. that into the other movies. Do you know the, the I mean the Conjuring movie and it's obviously it's become a big franchise now, but those movies, the the Conjuring, I think they they are definitely the kind of the, the staple movies still at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got they've got a feel about them. Even like at the, at the start of the movie, you hear the the music kicking in. You know, it's really just deep deep brass and mm-hmm. strings. It's not even really music. It's just tones and noise. And you're like, right, this is a Conjuring movie, and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. I think that like DC and Marvel is like Conjuring and Insidious. <laughs> you're probably right there funnily oh, enough yeah. they've both got patrick wilson and which is good for him right <laughs> <laughs> both directed um, by james wan originally mm-hmm. as well aye ah, that's quite classic so we've got a bit of joss joss whedon going on there exactly Mate, <laughs> parallels are what um, Parallels. Aye, so let's talk about the movie right uh obviously i went to see it before you did uh and i had a few things to say about it without saying too much because i wanted to talk to you about it on here you you never spoiled anything and i was really <laughs> proud of you man i actually i nearly bought a cake <laughs> why did you know that's it see the next one i'm spoiling it fact i never got a cake i don't know cakes just aren't the same without candles on them you know people Remember are scared of candles now <laughs> happy birthday your your twin sister made me a cake Right, and when it when it went from her house to my house, I got it, and it was bashed. 
<laughs> so you're like, I'm going to do that to your knee. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. We'll explain that later. <laughs> um, so the movie for me was class, and uh, and one of the good things I loved about it, and I'm and I'm saying this as a uh, like. like we are movie goers. We are movie watchers. I mean, we pretty much do everything that is movies. Um, and you, ha- there's there's many times where we watch stuff and we're like, right, it's the same old. It's the same old. What I like about the Conjuring is it's not so much it's the same old, but it's like a Domino's pizza. It's consistency. You know that you're not going to be let down because you know that you've had it before, and it's going to come maybe with different toppings, but the consistency of how good it is is going to stay the same. Uh, I have to say, man, that's probably one of your your better metaphors that you've ever used. Um, I mean, you're, you're a metaphor guy, and uh, <laughs> that was that, that was good. Thanks, man. Thanks. So, very, I, very perfect description in a, a Conjuring movie. You know what you're going to get, and you, you, it gets delivered. Mm-hmm, absolutely gets delivered, and you can enjoy it. Uh, I think I don't think I will. Like you know, you get to that point where you're like, oh, it's jumped the shark. What are they doing? What are they doing? I don't. I don't think we're there yet. It's not Fast and Furious. You know what I mean? Um, even with Fast and Furious, yeah. I think some of them can be really good, even though they're on like movie yeah. four hundred and ninety, right? Some of them can yeah. be good because again, it's the same thing. You're going to see something, and you're getting what you you getting what you paid for. Exactly that. Uh, and the th- the cool thing about the Conjuring is, as we know now, where it's going. Not so much when you were watching the first, but we know that each Conjuring movie that comes out with the title Conjuring. We'll have a tagline that re- reflects on something and it's going to have history behind it so you can actually it will open your eyes to something that happened in real life like the like i say the enfield hunting and the, you know the devil made me do it devil made yeah. me do it very jump scary uh, at, at points but what i liked about it and, and there's, there's two things what i really liked about it is again it was focused more on story than it did on making you crap yourself right yeah proper bonus and another thing is it's a love story. Yeah, it is actually, and and you actually care about the people in it, and that's hard to do with a horror film these days, especially with the, with the time. See, normally, like Stephen King, for example, he spends a lot of time with characterization, and that's why his films tend to end up being a good bit longer than most mm-hmm. horror films. A horror film tends to be between ninety minutes and an hour forty-five. Um, so, I so this is this manages to do that, not in a Stephen King length movie but slightly compressed and they do they do it well i mean they, they jump into the horror straight away i mean mm-hmm. as soon as soon as you open the door, as soon as you open the door bang you've got an exorcism <laughs> and <laughs> it, it's probably one of the one of the more kind of disturbing ones that i've seen recently um involving wee davy um <laughs> it, it was quite it's quite nasty and um i'm not spoiling anything there that's right at the beginning of the movie um mm-hmm. quite, it has, hey, did it not have quite, the exorcism? quite charring <laughs> it was even, it, even it was the, the, right the, the exorcist got out the, the taxi in front of the house. It was just, it was almost a shot for shot look. Here's an homage to the exorcist, mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of people could accuse that of being a, a rip off, but I think it was an homage. I'll go with I'll go with homage. It, it's um, basic fan service. Yeah, they're so catering they, to the horror the horror audience, and, and yeah. I like that. So they start they start with the horror quickly, but then they can dial it back a bit and and go right. Here's your characters, and here's why you should care about them, and you do, mm-hmm. and it's, it's it's well put together. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. So yeah, and I, and I did think it was really cool. You don't see a lot of horror movies where like a, a, the love story plays a, a good part 
and what the story is about and the strengths of the protagonists. And that's what I kind of like as well about Conjuring and movies like that, where you've got <clears throat> the story, but then you've got these two characters you've followed through three different movies. Uh, so you've got two protagonists almost. You've got the story at hand, which Ed and Lorraine are dealing with, and then you've got their story, which you've followed mm -hmm. for the past couple of movies. Now, if you go to Google and Google Ed and Lorraine Warren, they don't look how they do in the conjure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, not not really at all. <laughs> um, but that, that, that happens all the time, man. I, I think that these two, uh, Vera Farmiga and Patrick Wilson, do a really good job of. They have great chemistry, them, and they yeah, they actually forget that they're not a real couple. Uh, mm. Most most of the time, it's it's really like say you care about them. You've you've had the three movies with them. In fact, I think they've showed up in pretty much all of them in some capacity. If not all, it's most of them, but in some of them it might just be a, a small role. But uh, in the Conjuring movies, they are at the forefront and they work well. And mm -hmm. you you do care. Absolutely. Um, for me, I really enjoyed it. I've got to say, I think I think my favorite one still is the Enfield Haunting one, only because it was a story I already know I had already known. Uh When the Lights Went Out was a movie that was also about the Enfield Haunting. So I'd already kind of watched that quite a few times because the story was kind of intriguing to me and i liked how patrick wilson in the second one became almost a father figure to these kids that had no sense of a father figure they just mm. kind of had the single mum, and they were kind of they had, they had no stable household mm. kind of morals and patrick wilson comes in and he plays elvis songs to them and just stuff like that was like this is where conjuring gets it right they get yeah. that right they get you you look in you're looking in on a family. You're always looking in on on a family, and yeah. uh, when you when you're watching it, you can relate to that family setting and going, oh no, I'd hate to be in that house and have my door getting slammed shut and getting ripped in a hallway, all that kill cool stuff. I, I think know? that's it's again it's it's something that a lot of horror movies kind of don't do, and it's it kind of make something where you f you feel like you could be in that situation, mm -hmm. where you can relate to the the family dynamic or. Um, you know the situation that the Arnie film finds himself in with this guy crawling all over his missus. Um, I think that's probably why he killed him, to be honest. Um, but, uh, for yeah. for example, though, um, he, here's something that's very real. Oh no, Ed and Lorraine Warren, please come and help. We need an exorcism to get these ghosts out of my house because they're smashing us every night. Well, why don't you just move? Because I'm skint. <laughs> 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 and I can't yeah. just move. Yeah, that's yeah. realistic, right? They actually address it. It's funny, say, why don't you just move, man? Um, estate agents' fees, lawyers' fees, um, moving <laughs> like the, the moving company. There's a good few hundred pounds. It all adds up. And I've just moved in. I've already the doors when we moved in. <laughs> <laughs> like this is we got at under value market price anyway. So <laughs> uh, if, if you're get, if you're getting a, a five bedroom colonial style house in America for like thirty grand, be where <laughs> something <laughs> bad happened <laughs> you got yourself a couple lodgers <laughs> uh, so the listen the movie's very well acted by everybody that's in it there's not one weak performance that i can point out for the for the entire film um I mean, i'm talking about ed and lorraine you've got arnie you've got his, his girlfriend even the the cops that even aren't in the film that much the performances are really good yeah. And again, it's something that a lot of other horror films fall short on. They focus too much on the scares and the effects and the blood and the gore, and mm. they forget about the performances. 
And yeah. there's I've nothing to complain complain about in this one. Really, really solid stuff. I don't think it's, good, it's not going to win any Oscars because it's a horror film and it's very rare that they win Oscars these days. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, they 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 did really well. Well cast. So what were you saying about that, J Mac? It's an absolute thumbs up. I would say so. Um, it's it's a thumbs up. It's probably the weakest in the Conjuring movies. One, two, three. Probably the the weakest one for for me. I think you you're obviously in the the number one camp for some reason. I can't figure. No, 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 no. Enfield Haunting, the second one was my number one. This yeah. is a close number two, and I just think for me, the first one wasn't as good as this third one because the first one it just doesn't feel like a Conjuring movie because you can clearly see this is where it. They had they obviously didn't expect the Conjuring to go where it went and had other ideas for it. You can tell that when you watch the first one, and I know this because I watched the first one last night and was like, it's too. Right here, and I'll, I'll do the best way I can do it. Right here is the Conjuring Two. Ed and Lorraine, we love each other. Let's go and help these guys. Here's the Conjuring Three. We're Ed and Lorraine. Let's go and help these guys. Here is the Conjuring. Ah! <laughs> right um, for that, for that, I'm like, mm. <laughs> I, I think the I think the first one tried to keep itself a bit more grounded. Um, um, and I think that they got a bit more sensational, um, but it's not it's not gone off track yet. You know, mm-hmm. this is this is where there's, there's a danger that happened with the Saw movies. It started off as a great psychological thriller horror, and then just went for uh, torture porn, and it and mm-hmm. it kind of it lost its way after a while. I hope it doesn't happen with this. Mm-hmm. It's not happened yet. It's still a general thumbs up for the. Mm-hmm. The, the yeah, and that, that's seven mo- movies in as well. But I suppose if we're looking at just purely on The Conjuring, then that's fine. I just pretend that none doesn't exist. I've not really spent much time with Annabelle, but we'll be getting into her soon. It's a shame <laughs> the nun was terrible because that's a creepy character. And there's yeah. there's potential for that character to be mm-hmm. one of the most terrifying aspects of the entire universe, but they just mm-hmm. they just <laughs> they didn't uh, do it right. They didn't absolutely. do it right. Absolutely. So, so there you go, guys. You just need to go ahead and see that. If you were looking to see it, do so. Make sure that when you're booking tickets to go and see it, right, don't go to the big. Oh, I'm not going to tell you not to go to big cinemas, right? Yes, we but are. Just from, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> but we're telling you, the Bathgate Cinema is for us. It's our community cinema, and if we support that, they will support us. Like as you're seeing, always. There's always the question being asked, what would you guys love to see? I mean, how many cinema takeovers we've done? We've done five and we've managed to get movies from our childhood that we loved on the big screen and we managed to do that while promoting ourselves, right, and making money for the cinema. That's kind of what it's all about, the a sense of community. And, and when, you know, when is a better time to be back in the community spirit yeah. after that crap? And the fact that these guys are still going, look at all the businesses that went, you know that went tits up yeah because of covid and yet bathgate cinema is still holding on they're still here to entertain us to remind us that there's entertainment to be had we can go ahead and leave everything else at the door when we go in and buy a ticket and just put, yeah i would say put your feet up but you didn't do that right jmac <laughs> um, <laughs> well actually actually i did feel um it's 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 really got that home home for home feeling about it because it's got the sofas and stuff. And because of the limited capacity, nobody was sitting next to me. My shoes were off. I was lying down. I might as well have been in my pants eating Doritos. <laughs> Do you know, it's, it's that you, you feel that comfortable in it. Um, <laughs> you just you but, just know that Scott's came in after you to hoover that seat and went, Who's been sitting in that seat? <laughs> so, 
<laughs> heard a bum sweat, Mark. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, it's 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 good. And when you support your local businesses, whether it be a cinema or a butcher or a greengrocer's, it it puts more money back into the economy, and that's what the country needs. So support your mm-hmm. local businesses, and especially Bathgate Cinema. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, the popcorn was class. I had both, had salted and the sweet sweets favorite for me. If you've mm. never tried the mixture, see the mixture is sweet and salted. Oh, uh, it's so good, man. Um, it's, it's such a, oh, I want I had that, that, and, I had that and had a beer, right? And I know a lot of people will always gripe and be like, I'm not paying that when you can get this from Asda. That's right, but you're not going to Asda. You're going to a cinema that needs to keep their bloody doors open. <laughs> so <laughs> so bite, bite your tongue, right? Nobody greets about going to the view and spending nine quid on a box of popcorn, right? Yeah, hopefully, hopefully it won't be long until the the main bars open again as well, and that's mm-hmm. all kind of ready to go. Um, but yeah, just go and enjoy yourselves, chill mm-hmm. out, relax, and go Shoot see all outside of the school. Yeah. <laughs> go see the Conjuring. Make sure you go see the Conjuring in the cinema because the sound system alone is worth it. It just makes that whole immersive experience all the all the worthwhile. So we're going to move on to the next segment here before we go to the true or false trivia and get to the question segment where we'll go through the comments and we'll bring them up and we'll chat to you guys a bit. Uh, so the Somethingometer, uh, I'll let you take us away, Jamie. Welcome to this week's Somethingometer, where we measure, you guessed it, something. <laughs> what you're measuring? Yep. <laughs> this week, obviously, there's the something on it. We, we called it that because depending on what the type of film is that we're seeing, the the meter that we use might change. So this is the the believometer we're doing this week. Uh, how much do you believe what of what actually happened in this true story of a movie? So we all know that when you go see a film that's based on a true story, there are certain creative liberties that get taken by the filmmakers to tell the story for the sake of dramatization or just to move the story along. Take, for example, my, one of my personal favorites, Braveheart. William Wallace, it wasn't a 40-year-old Australian peasant, right? <laughs> he, he was about 20-odd and he was a, a Scottish rich guy. He was actually quite loaded. Anyway, um, speaking of which, there's something coming up with that movie as well. Keep your eyes peeled. Very soon. Keep your eyes peeled. Not announcing it properly yet, but it's it's coming. It's going to be a very special night. So, <clears throat> with that in mind, this film centers on the true story, like we mentioned, about the trial of Arnie Johnson. Uh, yes, it was displayed in the wee video at the start. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. It, it went into it quite in depth, uh, actually. <laughs> so um, I don't really need to say much more about it. But he murdered his landlord in 1981, and it was the first time in American history that demon possession was entered as a plea um i won't say what actually happens in the movie but what i will say is that when arnie when arnie johnson's lawyer uh, put that forward as a plea not guilty by reason of demonic possession the judge basically laughed in their face and they then had to change it to self-defense um, <laughs> so that's that's what happened this you know this, this is a conjuring film I, I don't really need to say much else it's a horror that's been made to make you jump laugh awkwardly or in the case of the couple sitting behind me, just random profane outbursts. Um, this, there's a lot. There's a lot of let's say not so realistic moments in the film, but it adds to the fun and it adds to the charm. It's a three out of ten on believability, but it's it's still great fun. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's a three out of ten on the believometer. 
<laughs> watch out for next happen. week's O-meter. It may it'll mm-hmm. be a different O-meter next week, but yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, there's <laughs> certain things. They take certain liberties, but it's all for the fun. So mm-hmm. we we will interchange these seg- these segments every week. So next nobody week goes to the. No, hey? sorry, no, nobody's going to go see a Conjuring movie if they're doing a historical evaluation. Mm-hmm. You know, like they're going to see a conjure, yeah, they're going to <laughs> they're going to see a conjure movie to to be scared and be entertained, and that's what it's for. from life. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, still a thumbs up. <laughs> so each week where we will be interchanging. So next week I'll do the something ometer, and J Mac will do the true or false trivia. Um, so we'll kind of jump that back <clears> and forth <throat> to give you guys a bit of a bit of uh, something different. <laughs> True or false trivia. So this wee mini game that we've got here uh, is our opportunity. So I said to J-Mac, you cannot look at trivia for this movie because as the movie lovers we are, we love to know everything about what went on behind the scenes, etc. All these cool things, right? I says you cannot do it for this movie or any movie that we next review on the Bathgate Cinema. <laughs> no idea how hard that was for right. me, by the way. It's the first thing I do if I'm going to see anything is I'll look up the trivia because I'm sad. Right, and here's here's why. Because I want to test him to see what he thinks could be real, true or false, right? So I'm going to read some trivia here. Some of it is true, and some of it was made up <laughs> by myself, right? <laughs> so, J-Mac, question one. Or oh, sorry, Hang on. I'll read it. Mm-hmm. Hang on, let me, let me get in the zone here. Right, that's it. Right, so I'm going to give you the first piece of trivia, and you're going to tell me whether it's true or false. With you watching at home, uh, if you could go ahead and also play along with us, write true or false in the comment section, and I will bring it up on screen. And we'll see what you we'll see what you think. Now, J Mac, you don't have to. It's not fastest finger first. I'll say it, and you can take a second if you want while everybody at home puts something in the comments. All right. So, okay. first piece <clears> of trivia: <throat> Lorraine Warren. This is the actual real life Lorraine Warren. Died when she was ninety-two years old. No googling at home, guys. No googling. Now think about it. Ninety-two, quite an old age. How many people get to ninety-two? Is that true or false, man? Especially demon hunters, man. Their numbers must be marked. <laughs> I know. I don't think. Um, I mean, if you look at the statistics, I'm assuming that uh, I don't know. Uh, demonologists and psychics don't have the longest life expectancy. <laughs> um, but unless a fake, I'm, I'm gonna. I don't know. I don't know. Are, are any of them fake? Nah, they're all real, aren't they? They're all real. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with f- true. J-Mac. Correct! Yay. Correct! <laughs> so, that's one. Good right. dead man, a coconut. <laughs> <laughs> so you got that That one. That one was true. Lorraine Warren did die at the age of 92. I think it was like natural causes. Um. So, aye, mad, right? Second piece of trivia. Imagine dying at 92. (laughs) Shocking. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The second piece of trivia here. Sarah Hook, who played Debbie Glatzel, broke her pinky during a scene. During filming a scene. Right. If if this is false, Mm -hmm. right, if it's false, the the only reason you would come up with a question like that is if there was some kind of truth in it. So... If she never broke her pinky, she broke her wee toe or her thumb or her index finger or her ring finger. So I'm going to say false. Call 
correct. <laughs> <laughs> I can read you like a book, boy. <laughs> that's two to J Mac. So like, did she break? Did she break anything? No. Oh man, that's annoying. I wish. I, <laughs> no. I wish she broke oh, something. I wish she got hurt while filming. <laughs> <laughs> Question three, or sorry, trivia. I keep calling them questions. Trivia three. HBO Max allows their subscribers to watch all Warner Brothers releases at no extra cost. I wish it, if I was American, I would know this. Bear in mind, the movies that are released onto HBO Max are also released in the cinema. For example, Cruella. See, I, I don't know if you're trying to steer me in the direction of. Uh, saying oh well i mean i know it's 15 pound to watch cruella or uh, anything that's on hbo max that comes on to disney plus anything it tends to be about 15 pound so at no extra cost if you've got hbo max now i don't know how much hbo max costs a month Is it'll it be the equivalent to netflix it has uh, to be yeah i would need to look it up i'm going to say false Wrong! That's <laughs> true. So, for anybody at home watching that lives in America, you got me. Uh, for your subscription price, you get all these cool movies for no extra cost. I mean, that's that's a way about getting you know over that curve and getting people to go and book up on your HBO Max. But uh, I knew that one was sweet, J Mac. I knew that one. You should be very proud of yourself. I think I was doing well up until that. Well, point. I've got a few more. I've got a few more. So. The next piece of trivia, Gillian Hilliard, who played young... Say that three times fast. In fact, it's Julian. I just called him Gillian. <laughs> I can't even say it one time fast. I know. <laughs> Julian Hilliard, who played young David, was also in Haunting on Hill House. True. He was the youngest brother. Correct! <laughs> Uh, it is true, uh, which was obvious. Actually, I didn't it. know that. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know that. But just mm -hmm. when you said it there, I, I, I remembered watching that. That was a good series, but I haven't watched the second, the, the haunting of Bly Manor. Mm -hmm. Makes no it. sense, but all right. <laughs> Do you know what no that's, Again, I'll, I'll go back to this just for for one minute. Mm -hmm. The one of the problems I find with modern horror, um, if it's not a really kind of tropey obvious movie, like you know everything that's going to happen. It goes the other way where nothing mm -hmm. makes any sense and you're just yeah. like what what is going on here this this mm -hmm. film isn't fun it's not entertaining i just i'm just getting annoyed at not knowing what's what's going on mm -hmm. um what that what really bothered me about the the second you know the the hunt in the blind manor is like a lassie dies nobody sees her die but yet there's years and years later they can tell the story about it yeah it's it's, it's the it's like the, the goonies story you know it's like, well, if one-eyed Willie killed all his men, how did the story get out? It's the same. There's, yeah. Yeah, aye. But aye. You, just, you just need to just jump over that. You know? Aye, sometimes <laughs> you just got to make uh, make exceptions. So, next piece of trivia. Here we go. The house you... Oh, by the way, before I move on to that, just so you know, all the children that were in the Haunting of Hill House and the Haunting of, Haunting of Bly Manor, all cast members of those children have now played a character in the Conjuring series in one movie or another. There we go. Julian. <laughs> Julian was the last to be big, in it. Big Jillian. We <laughs> <laughs> baby, big Jillian. <laughs> <laughs> so the next one, here we go, the next piece of trivia. The house used in the movie is the same indoor set as the Amityville Horror House. 
Bear in mind, by the way, just to point this out, the Amityville Horror also had Ed and Lorraine Warren. That was one of their cases, just so you know. And remember, remember what I'm saying here, as we know this movie has nodded to Exorcist. It's got a few nods there to other movies. So, now, When you were looking at that trivia, did you happen to notice if, if, if it was the original Amityville Horror or if it was the newer one with Deadpool in it? Didn't notice. It didn't really say. <laughs> because I think if it's the new one, the newer one, I would I think there's a fair chance that that was possibly the same house. So what's your, what's your answer? I'll go with true. Wrong! <laughs> Do you know how I knew I'd get you? Because I thought the Ed and Lorraine Warren thing, the fact that they're linked, and the fact that the mate, I thought this through, right? Come on, I thought this through. I thought this will get them. Because the link between the Amityville Horror and Ed and Lorraine Warren and the fact that the movie makers had clearly put nods to the previous horror movies, I thought, this will get them. I'll Mate, walk them right down that you're, path. You've put so much effort into putting together false trivia that you should definitely go for a job at the Daily Record. <laughs> Absolutely. Guys at home who are watching this, Get in that comment section and tell me whether you think things are true or false before J-Mac answers. I want to see what the consensus is. Yeah, also, the um, opinion of J-Mac has no reflection on the opinion of Kevin Wells or the Bathgate Cinema. Or Aloha Cinema. <laughs> or Aloha Cinema. <laughs> yes. Hi, Aloha. <laughs> <laughs> not so, being there yet. No, we actually have to take a trip through. We will. Yeah, we, we really um, should. Absolutely. So, the final piece of trivia, right? Here we go. The Conjuring 3 will be the last Conjuring movie ending the franchise reports michael chavez this was the director that just directed that one there and the second one i just want to say something about that surname chavez now i'm with you right i think that's how you pronounce that name now i watched a youtube video the other day uh doing a review james in it it's james in it well he said chaves i'm like no it's chavez that's the, that name is chavez or chavez i think I think Chavez would have a Z instead of an S. No, no. I think I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty sure that's if if we're wrong, somebody let us know. Um, but I, I think it, I think it's Chavez. Let's go with it. Sounds cooler as well. Chavez, James. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it sounds like a weird crisp for 1992. Yeah, yeah man, you want to shave? Um, <laughs> it does that. It does. So. Uh, Right, is it the last in the Conjuring series? Now, is that in the whole universe or just the Conjuring? So the Conjuring series is obviously the universe. The un right, okay. So uh, this no. will end the no. franchise. It'll, unless it performs extremely badly, there will be at least one more. And I'll say that every time. There'll be one more unless it does badly. That's That's the way it works. So what's your answer? True or false? False. Correct. <laughs> but you still lose, right? You answered more wrong than you did, right? Uh, no, yeah. I definitely yeah, got more right. I definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. <laughs> right, J Mac, you won this round. Right. So next <laughs> week. <laughs> yes. Next week, you have to provide me with false trivia um, and real trivia, and we'll play that same game. And we'll see. We'll see who's better at uh, sus sussing the, the other. Um, <laughs> we will now head to 
the question section of the show. As you know, Bathgate Cinema, Aloha Cinema, these are local cinemas. They're here for you. We want to hear from you, the people that go to the cinema. What do you love about it? What would you like to see there? What have you seen there? Had a great experience? Even if you've had a bad experience, you could probably tell us. Um, so while while you gather your thoughts and put your comments in the comment section, uh, we will run to an ad. And when we come back from the ad, we'll kind of go through the comment section and see what you guys have been saying throughout the show. And we'll kind of respond to that and see what we can do. So this show is brought to you by Bathgate Cinema and Aloha Cinema. So without further ado, here is what is on. You can see these movies in Aloha Cinema as, long, as well as Bathgate. Showing this week at Bathgate Cinema, Disney's Rhea and the Last Dragon. The second instalment of the Peter Rabbit series, Peter Rabbit 2. You can also see the Japanese manga film, Demon Slayer, Kimetsu no Yaiba. And of course, who could forget the long-anticipated sequel, A Quiet Place Part 2. And finally, the one you really don't want to miss, Conjuring 3, The Devil Made Me Do It, in Bathgate Cinema now. You can book tickets by going into the cinema or booking online at www.bathgatecinema.co.uk. And there we have it. Make sure you go to www.bathgatecinema.co.uk, book your tickets, go in, book your tickets, check out the posters, and uh, get friendly with the staff, because they're awfully friendly, including that big fella, Scott. <laughs> yeah, not too friendly. I mean, <laughs> social distance. <laughs> <laughs> right, so we're going to have a look through the comment section here and see what everyone is saying. Uh, we can see Janet Lee says, for some posters for my grandson today. Um, so yeah, she got some. Posters. I think I think the word for is probably meant to be got, and she's been yeah. all corrected. Yeah, yeah. So so Damn well iPhone. done, and and just know, Janet, that that money is all going to charity. The only the reason they're doing this is normally these posters just end up getting chucked in the bin. They go to landfill and destroy the planet. So mm-hmm. they're trying to do something good, and mm-hmm. all the money goes to charity, not just the, a cut, all of it. The charity itself is actually owned by Ross Gunning, the guy that's working at the cinema, doing work with the cinema, and this charity actually what he does is this the money that's raised with this charity allows underprivileged kids to learn music and to do something productive, which Super. is unbelievable. And he has a his own company called Music to Movies where they sorry, Movies to Music, where they take movie soundtracks, etc. And they do a really cool stage show with it and all that. So just know that when you're buying posters and stuff and when you're doing any of these raffles that we're doing, this money will go for the greater good for kids that need it. And the greater uh, good. Yeah, another really cool thing is you go to our Jibber Jabber podcast Facebook page. Um, we're actually running a raffle right now for a big, massive banner of Alien Covenant. Uh, if you've got a man cave at home or a woman cave or just you're fine with having that up in your living room, like Jordan's dad, um, <laughs> it's only a pound a ticket, right? Good luck, Go there. <laughs> <laughs> go there, buy a ticket, right? And you can win it. Uh the raffle will be done as soon as all entries are in uh, but keep your eye on our page as well because these things will be these things will be coming up and it'll be really cool for you guys to not pay an arm and a leg in order to get something really cool and that's the great thing about it being in local cinema okay basket cinema say come along and see us guys posters are amazing i can attest to that my son harry got a nice massive uh sonic the hedgehog poster and it's 
proudly displayed above his TV and he's absolutely loving it. He was even sitting watching the movie. He got home, he's like, I'm putting the movie on. Opened up his <laughs> DVD that my sister got him on it went. Uh Ross Gunnan, this is the guy that the, the guy with the the guy in the know. This is the guy that runs the charity and is working with the basket cinema. Uh evening evening Ross. And Ashley Hay Morris says looks good but it's scary. That will be the conjuring. Yeah. If it wasn't scary it wouldn't be doing its job. Mm-hmm. And it absolutely <laughs> um, yeah, it, it, def- it definitely delivers um again next one hopefully we'll be doing is it a quiet place too we're going to do next ah but we'll Good. talk about that then yeah um <laughs> okay moving <laughs> on swiftly <laughs> it's, all, it's all good uh so seen the previous films always suspenseful that was actually hey morris yes they are very suspense suspenseful uh janet lee says nightmares i <laughs> i wouldn't go as too far as say i had nightmares no about that one um Wait, were you talking about us? <laughs> <laughs> uh, get your tickets and see it at Bathgate Cinema, guys. Absolutely true. Make sure you see it in the cinema before it's out uh, out of the cinema. It's not a it's not an expensive night, uh, so go along and see it. Debbie Williamson says, "Well, <laughs> I won't be coming to see that film. Far too scary. But looking forward to coming back with our four year old son to see Peter Rabbit very soon. Brilliant wee cinema. Our family love it." Absolutely, and uh, this is exactly what we were saying about the cinema: is the fact that it's a home away from home. It's great, as you saw in that advert as well. There's a kids zone. If you want to go there, chill at the back, have a wee beer, let your kids run rampant. Let them go down the front. Let them throw all their stuff about there. It's cool. There's an there's an area designated for that. Don't feel bad about taking your kids to the cinema and having them be in wee dafties. <laughs> that took a long time to come up with an alternative. <laughs> you're, you're so used to a particular word. Um, it's just hard to, to break the chain in your brain. Um, but anyway, next comment. I'll do the next one. Next, uh, can I do this one, actually? She goes, ah. Oh, Jesus! It's... And then that's where it kind of ends. You could do the next one, J-Mac. <laughs> The speakers are off the scale. That's from Lynn Mackey. They certainly are. The the sound system is particularly good. The the guy that owns the cinema um, is uh, by trade a sound engineer. So it was one of the things that he really put a lot of time into when he kind of first put the place together, and it it's it, it's holding itself together so well. The the sound is just phenomenal. It comes out of you when it's supposed to, and yeah, it's it's off the scale as you say. Is it is it off the somethingometer? Something I'm here. Um <laughs> remains to be seen. Uh would not go to any other cinema now. That's from Natalie Scott Doyle. That's really nice to hear. Um, I mean, you, you it's a different experience. You like going going to the, the big cinema chains, it's like going to McDonald's. You know, there's there's never any surprises unless it's something you didn't want. So um it's nice to to kind of go to the, the the local business, support your local businesses, like I said earlier on, and it's it's not hard to support this one. It's a great cinema. Just go and see it for yourself. If you've never been, or if if you know somebody that's never been, tell them to go because it's, it's take awesome. Take them, take them. Aye, against their will. <laughs> Just right. take take them. <laughs> right, yeah. Exactly. And um, we've got Bathgate Cinema saying you are both nuts. Such an honour. <laughs> Such an honour to. In fact, we've been called worse. <laughs> Just want to thank my my mum and my agent. Um. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Again. Every day, every day. <laughs> uh, what would you like to see at Bathgate Cinema? This is them asking the question. And again, guys, if you do want to see something at Bathgate Cinema, it is a cinema for you. 
go ahead and and have the conversation have a conversation with us because we've got a bit of a razzmatazz where we will tr always try and go above and beyond to kind of like for example we had the lost boys screening and we brought jeton mac along and he performed and we had q a and all that it was really really cool so we will we will always try to work with basket cinema to bring you movies that you never seen in the cinema but to also add just that wee bit extra value so if you guys can support the cinema there'll be a cinema there for us to support and that way we can all kind of we can all do this together it's almost felt like i was going to break into song there um basket <laughs> cinema says who's coming to the great showman on the 26th of june do you the know that, that movie the first time i seen it i was like this is not for me the second time i seen it i was like this is definitely for me right. <laughs> the, the, the music really grows on you like the it second does. time you watch it the music just sounds bigger and better it's a, it's a strange strange feeling when you watch something i mean it, it wasn't even that long after i seen it for the first time i watched it again i think um because i had to for some reason and uh, i loved it it's uh yeah, get yourself along to that, and uh, that'll be that'll be some night. I think. What's uh, your favorite song from the movie? The I can't remember what it's called, but it's the one in the bar with Zac Efron and uh, Hugh Jackman, sliding the shot glasses about. And mine is uh, from now on, and it was no really on. cool. Yeah, and the reason I really like that is because I saw a clip that Hugh Jackman. So Hugh Jackman was going through cancer treatment when this movie was in pre-production, and in order to get it greenlit by the studio, they had all the cast basically in a room and they would have them all singing their parts so that the studio could be like right what's going on here let's get a feel for this before we decide to put hundreds of millions of dollars on it and uh hugh jackman couldn't sing because he'd just gone through like a, an operation so there was a guy singing his his part by the piano uh, of the song from now on and hugh jackman is there and he has to be there because he wanted to show face look i am involved with this and i believe in it so i'm here even though i'm not singing i'm going to be here while this guy sings my song and then during this video he totally takes over the song he just starts <laughs> singing after he just had cancer treatment and, and does an, an incredibly amazing like the way he does it's just an, unbelievable and what's really cool about it is the guy's just had treatment for cancer but he believed yeah. in this movie so much that when he sings this song He's singing from a different place from when from what the, the script has. He's singing it from his place. Mm. Go on YouTube and watch that. Anybody. That right. If that doesn't like get you in the mood. <laughs> that sounds like a video you'd need to bring back to an old segment we had called uh, Make J Mac Greet. Uh, I think we should bring yeah. that back. Bring that bring that segment back. Be, Make it, it, was, it, was all, that... it was always fun. <laughs> if someone if someone comments in the comment section saying make J Mac great or even hashtag make J Mac great at the end of the show, which is very <laughs> soon, we will screen share and I will play it live to J Mac, see if we can get him greeting, right? But it's a very powerful performance because he sings from a, a he sings from himself. And even though <laughs> Of course it does. <laughs> no, but it, it comes from within. I know, him, you, I know what you mean. Right? It's like he sings from himself. <laughs> Mate, that's good in the t-shirt. Um, <laughs> and because he does that, uh, for me, it took that song to a whole nother level. And what's really cool as well is everybody joins in with him and it just becomes this this organic, just this organic, beautiful moment that makes the movie so much more at that point. So I don't know if we've just sold this movie to you, but go and see it on the Twitter 6. Buy your tickets for that alone, right? Yeah. Uh, Lynn Mackey was it Mackay or Mackey? That's Mackey. Right, Mackey says Bathgate Mackie's, Cinema. Mackie's oh, Christmas. we'll be at that. <laughs> Definitely go, go be at it. <laughs> it's absolutely amazing. Yeah. Uh, Ross, 
again movies to musical so facebook.com forward slash movies to musicals go and check out what they're all about and also www.facebook.com forward slash glasgow fellow harmonia say it jmac <laughs> want me to do that one ah <laughs> say this one www.facebook.com slash glass slash i could say <laughs> you can't even it. slash you can't glasgow even. philharmonia <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and that is the charity that all proceeds to the posters and these raffles will be going to. It's a charity that Ross owns and has created, and it's all for the greater good. So you know, invest. Nobody, in the, nobody minds a shameless plug when it's for something good. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> um, donate to the amazing charity and young performers. Absolutely, Heather Dow, our esteemed, been there from the start, number one subscriber, Heather Dow, uh, Jordan's twin sister. Nice one. <laughs> nice one. <laughs> Short but sweet. <laughs> Jump scares. I'm surprised J Mac is okay with all that stuff now. I wouldn't do it. Too scary for me. Uh, I like she. Uh, she's done it again, right? She's well, she, she, she'll make she'll make comments to try and embarrass me a wee bit. Like, oh, obviously, I used to be scared of that stuff, which which I was. I remember. I'm going to tell this story because she's horrible. Um, <laughs> we were in second year at school, and we had to do a, uh, I had to do a talk to the class about something this was in english and we had to do uh, a speech a, a, a talk a presentation and i decided mm-hmm. well, i'm going to do mine on bruce lee because i know more about bruce lee than anything or anything else on earth uh, so i tell the story and then i get to the end about how he died and, and blah 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 and she, she puts her any questions she, she puts her hand up i'm like oh <laughs> and she's like were you saddened by his death right <laughs> and uh I just kind of sat there and then she turned to the rest of the class and goes, because he was greeting watching his funeral. She outed you. She outed you. She's outed me again. I used, I used to be scared of everything. I, was, I seen it when I was far too young and it, it terrified me for a good, I, I don't, I couldn't sleep myself for about three weeks after that. Um, and I didn't watch another horror film for another five or six years. Mm. So, yeah. Thanks for bringing that up. (laughs) You can read this one. Great place, amazing atmosphere, and even better staff. (laughs) That's from Bathgate Cinema. Uh, (laughs) But it is is true. It is true. The staff were great. I had had a good kind of long chat with them when I was there the other night as well, uh, waiting to go in and, um, yeah, getting the staff treatment. (laughs) Class. Uh, Chloe Scott. Great cinema, amazing atmosphere, and even better staff. It's exactly the same comment. No way. No way. <laughs> How dare you? I want to see the Back to the Future movies back to back. The back to back back. Back to the back. Uh, back to the back to the future. Um, that would be that would be good. That's a day out. That's an entire day out, but that would be amazing. Getting to watch all three of them back to back. I'm sure I did that one day at some point. Um, but that no, that's Back to the Future as a cinema experience, I'd imagine is something still quite special, even though it's I mean it's nearly as old as me. Not quite, but nearly. Um so that that could be worth a shout at one, at Mate, one Back to one the point. Future would be cool. And it would be, yeah. we've met Christopher Lloyd, it would be cool to actually to there's gonna be more people this year that we'll be meeting from that movie. Um yeah, Greenlit one was amazing. That's exactly what Heather's talking about. She's saying the Hugh Jackman right, right, uh, okay. part, which and it, she also goes on to say he wasn't supposed to sing. Um Love that video of the cast. So amazing. Yep. So they're all kind of responding to that. His nose starts bleeding and everything during it. I mean, come on. 
Oh, and there it is, make J Mac great. Hey, it's coming back. It's coming Look back with a vengeance. Make J Mac great. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Right. So that kind of concludes everything for the comments, as that's all there is left of the comments. Before we do our lap, what we're going to do is we will end the show on the make jmac great which we might actually try and bring that in more often right because it's actually class right and i'm actually gonna i'm gonna what i'll do is i'll dip out and it's gonna be your face and it's gonna be the the <laughs> video for everyone at home to see uh we'll probably get copyright what's, struck what's for it that as well now? oh is that the deep end, eh? is that deep end? <laughs> uh we'll probably get copyright struck for it but it's fine it's worth it it's not like, <laughs> I mean, it's not like we're running ads on this show anyway like that that yeah, go for so, it. So I'm absolutely fine with that. Um, and aye, so next week we will be doing A Quiet Place Part 2. So if you have seen the first one and you haven't seen the second one, go see the second one in enough time for next Thursday because we want to hear what you think about the second one. If you've not seen the second one and you still want to come and join us on Thursday, come and get our reaction on it. The show will be kind of similar to what we've done today. Come with loads of questions because at the end we do the question time. We'll chat about it. Um, big thanks to Ross. Thanks to Andrew and huge thanks to Scott. These guys work hard to keep the cinema afloat, make it exactly what it is for all you guys. Uh, and just thanks for joining in with us this week. Uh, if you enjoy the show, tell your friends. Um, Bathgate Cinema, Alawa Cinema, you can find us every week. We will be bringing you guys guests. Uh, this isn't the creme de la creme just yet. We will uh, be working hard to bring some celebrities onto this show as well. People that you do see on the big screen and you can have your questions asked and answered. Now, all we ask in return is that you support your local cinema because that's exactly what this is all about. Would you agree, J-Mac? I would absolutely agree with that. Also, support your local podcast. <laughs> exactly. This, if you want any of this quality merch, give us a shout mm-hmm. at uh, uh-huh. www. It's not mm-hmm. a www. yet. We'll have not activated the store. Email us at jibberjabberscotland at gmail.com. Which and you can also find at www.jibberjabberpodcast.com. Everything is there. <laughs> uh, we, you can find us. Basically, just hit Google. Jibberjabber Podcast. If you want to see the back, just show you the back. <laughs> we are everywhere. There's nowhere you can't find us. We're all over the shop. Uh, and we do this because we love it. And we absolutely love supporting our local. So subscribe to everywhere. Like the Bathgate page. Go in and buy tickets. Go to www.bathgatecinema.co.uk. Check the place out. Get your tickets there. Go in. Meet the guys. Buy your posters. Hit subscribe for us. Stay with us. And we will see you next week. So I'm now... I'm just going to share the screen now, J-Mac. Okay. Uh, and we're going to go to from now on, and we're going to see, guys. I want, I want your comments in the comment section. I want, I want to see uh, your reaction to the JMac and how he responds to this. So I'm going to dive out, and you'll see JMac, and I will see you guys next week. Okay, here we go. Make JMac greet. It's been a while. It's been a while. I'm dreading this. Oh, the good thing is I can't hear it, so it's not going to happen. <laughs> Can you not hear that? No. No, I'm hearing hee-haw. <laughs> Let me try again. Let me try again. Try again. Try again. You should be, because I did activate the share audio. Mm-hmm. Tell me you can hear now. I've got it now. Right. Cool, cool. So I'll dive out again, guys. Bye.
Let's wait until tomorrow starts tonight. Starts tonight. Let this promise in me start. Like an anthem in my heart. From now on. From now on. Normally I'd be talking at this point, but I'm just going to listen. That no stand to believe. I think I'm obviously getting a bit more stone-hearted in my old age. Uh, so 
Unlucky attempt. Very, very nice to watch, but unlucky attempt. Hashtag Disney make him great. See you the next time. <laughs>